Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Mark Kelly in here alongside us. We talk investing, finance, and retirement on the docket this week is IRA FAQs. Yeah. But first, what's up, bud? How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about the show, doing the new one, and, and getting some things out there. So, how, yeah, was the, some... uh, how was the turkey gobbling? It was good. Yeah, it was good. You know, it's always something where you you hate that it's over, but you're also glad that it's over because, you know, it's, it's yeah. tough getting up. We went to South Dakota and... We'd get in the bed about 11.30 at night and get up at 2.30 in the morning to get out because it was just a long drive to where we were going. And That's whew, not a lot yeah. of sleep. Yeah, no, it's not. And so I slept at a lot of trees in South Dakota. So it was it was, uh, it was, was good. It was a great trip. Okay. We had a good time, but uh, I'm, I'm glad it's over with. Gotcha. So. <laughs> yeah, we were talking just quickly before we jumped on here that uh, you were saying that uh, you got, uh, got your turkey, which was good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. of course, South Dakota, you know, there's not a lot of people and there's not a lot of corona virus and no there's know, none so yeah, yeah there's they, not much yeah. going on out there except for turkeys but so were you guys on a on a reservation then or no we were actually in a little town uh there of course reservations everywhere everywhere yeah um, so yeah. yeah they were all around and the this town i guess south dakota is letting each city decide what they want to do for the oh, really? virus thing so depending on the city you were in you know that depended on if everything was shut down or not so actually where we were staying they actually had a curfew at 10 o'clock so everyone had to be in all businesses had to be completely closed by 10 o'clock which what that meant is at 8 30 all the restaurants closed because they have to you know take Everybody's the next hour and a half right yeah and, well and you know they've got to let the employees off by 9 30 so they can all be home by 10 so because you cannot be out oh, after oh. 10 o'clock yeah so okay. it was it was a little weird with that uh, you know definitely we we didn't have that here in tennessee so right um a little bit different there but other than that it, it was good you know no craziness really or anything like that so okay. well you um, guys South are back Dakota. at your cabin by then anyway right chilling so uh no no yeah. we, we always i mean yes we were back by 10 o'clock but we i mean we would have to just basically fend for ourselves for for then uh dinner because you know everything was shut down by the time we got back so oh okay i got you yeah yeah we interesting just, well, yeah, you was, could have had them different. turkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. Thanksgiving every day. Thanksgiving yes. every day. There you go. <laughs> well, let's jump into uh, our topic this week, the IRA yeah. FAQs. Now, this is middle June here when we're taping this. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we, we've seen, you know, some more volatility in the market. We, you know, we... It what, was the doing, market's been... Volatile? Has it has what? it been? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> That's un- unheard of. <laughs> you know, it, it got up to the mid twenty sevens and some change on the Dow. It did, and it yeah. Took, it took a beating yeah. again, and then it's it's at the time we're taping this, it's picked back up again to the mid twenty sixes. But I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the order of the day, really, for the rest of this year. We've talked about yeah, that I a think number of times. Yes, yeah. I, I think as new information comes out, then that's you know, with the way that coronavirus can affect the economy, I think you're exactly right. So yeah. as 
as they come out with the vaccine, as they come out with something like that, I think the market will take off tremendously then. But Not true. until then, until then, we're just kind of, you know, waiting on the sidelines. So that's very true. Um, well, and so IRAs, obviously, you know, depending on how you have different things going on, there's a lot of common questions that people get. They ask, they still stay confused on. They, they wonder just you lots know, of rule changes and know, lots of rule happen. changes, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then. Well, rule changes before coronavirus and then extra yeah. rule changes with coronavirus. So <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's just do a quick kind of FAQ, a little frequently asked questions uh, podcast this week. So I got a couple here for you and we'll just get you to chime in on a few of these. Sometimes people just say, well, what kind of return can I expect on an IRA or in oh, an yeah, IRA? Yeah, yeah. Is that an impossible question to answer? It is. I mean, it depends. See, people get the misunderstanding, I think, that an IRA is just a bank investment. That's what, you know, a lot of people around here tend to say to me is, um, you know, what is your IRA paying? Well, I'm like, "Ah, well, you can actually invest your IRA in a lot of different things. You can buy CDs with it or even just a savings account, or you can buy stocks and bonds or mutual funds, portfolios, everything. So it depends on what you're looking for because the IRA is just simply the tax status of it. It's how the IRS characterizes that account. So you get that special tax privilege of, you know, whatever your contributions are, if your income is low enough, then you can deduct those contributions off of your income for that year. You pay taxes when you take the distribution out of it. So that's all an IRA means. Individual retirement account is what it actually stands for. And so it helps save for your retirement. Okay. So it's a little tough to, you know, again, answer that when people kind of come up with those (laughs) questions. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, you know, when I first became a financial advisor, Uh I was like, well, no, you can, you know, you can, you can invest in anything. In right. Yeah, just the, the a lot of people get confused about that. Yeah, because so, the options they of see it at their massive. banks. Right, right. Yeah, and, and there's yeah. so many, yeah, right to that point, there are so many things you can uh, use in, in an IRA. So uh, how about this one? Most people don't know, should they contribute to the traditional or the Roth? We did a show about that not too, yeah, too far yeah. back. But how do you help people make that decision when they say, all right, Nathan, which one should I be doing or should I switch or, or whatever? You know, the thing that a lot of people hear all the time, especially if they listen to like Dave Ramsey or, or other talk shows like that, mm-hmm. there's, those people are going to really push Roth IRAs. And they're fantastic. They're great. But they aren't for everyone, you know. So you may be in a situation where your tax rate now is much higher than it's projected to be in retirement. And so in that case, a traditional IRA is best for you more than likely. Now you're, you're guessing on some things. You don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future, but if your income is 200 grand a year now, and you think you're only going to have 75 a year in retirement, then more than likely you're going to be paying less of of a tax rate in retirement. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense in that case to defer that tax until retirement. And an IRA can do that for you. So, you know, it really comes down to each individual situation. We talk about it with clients and make sure that what they're doing every single year fits the best. And so I do have a lot of situations where people have both. Maybe they have a traditional and a Roth, and we contribute to the one that year that makes the most sense for them. So if their income fluctuates, if they're in sales or something, okay. maybe their income fluctuates. And so, um, you know, different things can happen. So it can actually be 
a benefit to have both and just contribute to the one that you need. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because a lot of times you will hear things like, well, young people should, you know, all young people should be just be investing in a Roth because, <laughs> that's, you know. You know, and that's a, a good now. general answer. And right. I would say, yeah, for the most part, that's right. But there are. There are young people that make a tremendous amount of income and, you know, Again, early right, on. Yep. And so it yep. may not be the best. They okay. may not want to pay that high tax rate now. Well, um, and so working with an advisor, talking with an advisor, sharing some information will help you kind of figure out, you know, which is the best option for you to contribute to. And of course, you know, as Nathan just pointed out, maybe it's even both. So having those conversations is important. That's why we're doing these frequently asked questions. Now on the Roth conversion conversation, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with the tax rate, rates being what they are, when's it a good idea for people to consider doing it? Is it because tax rates are low or, you know, we had, I had yeah, a conversation yeah. with somebody who said, yeah, you know what, they are low, but when you do, if you've got a lot of that you're converting, you know, maybe that's a high tax Can be bill. expensive. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, are you going to make that back? Like, let's say it's, let's say it's 40 grand or something worth of a tax bill. Well, how long is it going to take you to get that 40 back? So there's, there's, lots There's a of lot to consider. Right. Yeah, that, that's the thing that we as financial advisors and your accountant is the same way. So typically you're going to work with your accountant in making these decisions, mm-hmm. but no one can see the future. We don't know what things are going to happen in the future. All we know is what rates are now. We know your financial situation now. And so we can make projections based on that and try to make the best decision possible. But, you know, th- there's really a lot of reasons that Roth conversions can be good, you know, for you, but right. you've got to think about everything and make sure that, you know, it's going to be the best. If, if the conversion is going to kick you to a higher bracket like that, like you were talking about a minute ago, then that may not be the best situation for you. You know, don't just get stuck in the mentality that a Roth conversion is what you got to do. Okay. Because it can be an expensive decision. I was talking with a client about this earlier this year mm-hmm. and he and I have been having this conversation for about the last two and a half years and, and just on and off talking about it, you know, is it, this is a good year to do it and different things. And ultimately this year we came to the decision that he's planning on leaving a significant portion to kids, to his kids and grandchildren. All right. And, um, you know, I said, we can do the Roth conversion, but you know, it's going to cause you to have to pay taxes on all of that. And he was like, yeah. And he said, I said, you know, when you leave all this to your kids and grandkids, they will have plenty to be able to pay that tax bill if you don't want to pay that now. And that's just, you know, that's something you got to think about. And so, um, and that's the decision he made. He's like, look, yeah, I think that's a good idea. We're going to leave a couple million dollars to them. And so they're going to have plenty to pay taxes with <laughs> they can, and all of right, those they things. Can, they yeah, can be upset. So, Man, Dad, yeah. why do we got to pay the taxes on this? Why is our tax bill hundred yeah. grand? You know, we've only got 1.9 left. You right. Know? So it's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's easy to take care of at that point. And really for him, it didn't make sense to do it now. There's no reason for him to pay that tax bill well, that's, now, that's even though rates point, are though. lower. Yeah, you know? I mean, but that's a, that's a great point about uh, the significance of an individual situation because, you know, he may could have gone ahead and done it, but if it didn't make sense for his retirement and there was going to kind of, yeah. you know, hold yeah. some things up on him. Yeah, exactly. Why? It, it, what is that? It's the old saying where someone says... Uh, the pessimist will say, oh, I won, you know, $100 million in the lottery, but now I got to pay the taxes on it. Well, you didn't have the $100 million to begin with. 
Yeah. So, you know, no. pay the taxes on it and, and, and don't right. let the gift horse in the mouth. You know, No, that's right. And yeah. I, I mean, you know, we don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future. And we can speculate that, yes, they're, you know, more than likely going to be much higher than right, they right. are today. But we don't right. know. We just don't know that. We don't know what's going to happen with that situation. We don't know the kid's situation. There's just a lot of unknowns. And I told him, I said, look, there's no reason to have a forty, fifty thousand dollar tax bill every year right now as you're doing these conversions when it you know, it just may not be a, well, a necessity. And that's really so, cool again that, you know, again, working with an advisor to get these, you know, because you'll often hear advisors, and we've even said it before here on our show, you know, hey, you want to leave your, your legacy plan as tax efficient as possible. And Typically, that might be the case, but every situation, I mean, that's a great point to saying every situation is different. In this situation, it made sense for his advisor, you, to say, hey, don't leave it to him as tax efficient because it's actually better for you. Let them pay the bill on the other side. And I think that's awesome because every situation is going to truly be different. Right. You know, right after that meeting, I could sit down with a client that doesn't want their kids to pay that tax bill and they want to take care of that. And so there is no specific answer for everyone. There's no general answer for everyone. There is a specific, there's the rules in the playbook and you got to work with it, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So they're, they're there for, to help you in all kinds of different situations. And so just if your advisor, your accountant works together, you make sure that you're doing what you want to do in your plan. And so it, it helps, it helps to, to just have these conversations with your advisor. I, no, again, I, I'm. I think that's really awesome to have that, you know, conversation unique to each person. I mean, like I said, so there's a there's a rule book, there's a playbook, if you will, and each person's going to be different. You know, you need to run the spider Y two banana with this person, you know, and the <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, right. that's that famous uh, John Gruden play he liked to talk <laughs> about. Uh, and then you want to run like a, you know, uh, you know, a go route, you know, with another mm-hmm. client. So all right, yep. so very yep. good. Uh, now let's talk about the fact that, that like I said a minute ago, there's at the top of this, there's so many more options inside an IRA. How can we know if we should roll over from a 401k to an IRA? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there a, other than like leaving the job kind of thing, is there any other th- reasons might, why we might want to do that? Yeah. I mean, definitely an IRA is going to give you more flexibility, more control. So you, you get to choose the investments where your 401k is just going to have a list of options for you, maybe 10 to 30 different funds that you can invest in. An IRA is limitless. So literally, we talked about this at the beginning of the right. show. You can go to cash, you can go into CDs, you can go into bonds or annuities or anything basically with an IRA. So you have a lot of flexibility to set it up in the way that you need it for your plan. You know, so what fits you, what you're trying to accomplish, the IRA has the flexibility for that. So that's typically why people roll over their 401k to an IRA just for flexibility and so they can do exactly what they want to do with it. But there are negatives to that. Okay. Okay. Um, So with a 401k, you need to be aware that with a 401k, you can access that money at age 55. You don't have to wait until 59 and a half to get the money out like you do with an IRA. So a 401k, if you retire early, Let's say you're 55, you can take money out of that 401k without that 10% penalty uh, that you're going to have if you roll it to an IRA. So be careful with that. Make sure that you have enough cash available in that situation to last you for that four or five years, depending on you know what you're trying to do over that time frame. Okay. So there's a few little rules like that, that that your advisor is aware of. You need to make sure that 
um, that you address those and and let them know of liquidity needs that you may have in the short term. Well, and I said, you know, how can someone know? And a lot of times it's truly just having that conversation with an advisor yeah. to say, what yeah, is absolutely. the right scenario? And you mentioned the penalty. So let's talk about this final one on our FAQ is the rule changes. Um, 2020 said uh, penalty schmenalty to whatever. <laughs> That's right. And everything, you know, this year, I'm telling you what, man. It, it, it this just has went, been a historic year, right? It, it, yeah. I mean, like I saw, it's, it's so it's so silly. It's so out of control. So you're familiar with the movie Aliens, right? Most people yeah, have seen yeah. it. You know, there's yeah, many of them, but, you know, there's... Uh, it's got the, the very unique alien look from whether it's Alien 1 or Aliens or whatever the case is. Anyway, right. so a graphic artist took a picture, took the alien and, and kind of did a, some cool Photoshop work with a snail and made it look like, you know, so he calls it a snailian, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay. And so they graphic artist. <laughs> I could see how they could do Put that. it out. It's pretty cool. It's a really yeah. cool looking little piece. did a little meme and it said, forget murder hornets. We got to worry about snailians. Well, guess, <laughs> lo and behold, guess what? People are like, oh, my God. They're like panicking, thinking it's a real thing. Oh, my right? goodness. Right, because at this point now, we would expect anything in 2020. So, Oh, well, yeah, that's about right. Right, so it's just about right. So uh, with that being said, IRAs and, and uh, Roths and, you know, just many things were altered with the SECURE Act at the beginning oh, of yeah. the year. Yeah. But then coronavirus, the CARES Act, altered them even more. It did, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. You know, one thing that the, that the coronavirus did is this year you don't have to take RMDs, so no... Uh, no inherited or you know IRA distributions. No required minimum distributions. And, and no penalties, and the, as I mentioned. No penalties. That's right. So you can take money out of four hundred one ks and and all of those things. I think it's a hundred thousand dollar limit in a four hundred one k. But uh, still, that's plenty for for ninety nine point nine nine percent of people. So um, there's there's a lot of rule changes that are just for this specific year. And hopefully we never have to deal with those again because the economy is going to continue doing well and, and things, you know, coronavirus is going to be a thing of the past, hopefully, after they get some kind of vaccine. So we want to deal with this. But there were a lot of changes and we discussed some of these with the SECURE Act, um, you know, and have talked about some of these. And we know a little bit more about some things with some new rules going forward that the Department of Labor has got to clarify still on some things. Okay. But, RMD basically changed from 70 and a half to 72. You yep. know, that's one of the things uh, I think most people are aware of that. So if you aren't already taking your required minimum distribution, then you do not have to take it until you're age 72. Also kind of along those same lines with an IRA, you don't um, have to stop contributing. If you're, if you're working, you can still contribute to an IRA as long as you are working. So you do have to take your required minimum distribution if you're older than 72, but you can still turn right around and contribute to it yeah. as long as you're Well, and as you mentioned, of course, and if you turn 72 this year in 2020, you do not have to do it. And you don't right. have to double no, up correct. next year either, mm -hmm. right? No, that's right. Okay. That's right. You All don't. Right. So no making up for that. Okay. Um, and so one thing, too, I want to clarify, your required minimum distribution, the amount you have to take out mm -hmm. is based on your age and also what your balance was as of December 31st oh, of last year. Prior year. Okay. okay yeah. So most people's balances were really, really high as of December 31st because the market was Which know, is probably one peak. of the reasons that they did that as right, well. Right, yeah. right. And then everybody, you know, the bottom fell out basically first quarter of the year. And so as you were required to take these distributions, it was based on an account value that was really high. And now your account value is lower 
you know, it may be a lot lower or just a little bit lower, but it's lower unless you were in some type of fixed allocation. And so, um, you know, it's that's why I think they did it um, and changed the rules on that. So one of the things that I, I haven't heard a lot about are the multiple employer plans. Have you heard much about that, Mm-mm. Mark? Go ahead. Yeah, so mm. they're called MEPs. And so um, but just to, I guess, give a little information, I don't know a whole lot about it yet. But so small businesses a lot of times don't offer 401k plans, okay? Because they're super expensive. They can be four, five grand a year, 10, you know, I mean, I've seen plans cost $400,000 a year for a 401k plan. So a lot of small businesses don't have the funds to be able to do that for their employees. And so um, with this new SECURE Act, there was a a rule passed, and this is what the Department of Labor is still trying to clarify for all of us. But um, so multiple employers, so different companies, I don't think even they have to be in the same industry or anything. It can just be a lot of, you know, small businesses in town can get together and start a plan and share that plan cost among all of them and allow the employees to participate in a 401k. It's a really great idea, oh, I wow. think. Yeah. And so, you know, it can split that cost up among you know, hundreds of, of employees instead of just five or 10, you know, so it can really be a good benefit, I think. And so uh, as long as the DOL doesn't mess it up, we're, we're going to be good, <laughs> I think, with it. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, there's it's probably going to be two or three years before that clarification comes out because they are not focused on that right now. Right, so, right. Um, okay. You All know, right. But anyway, good, good things. Definitely, uh, definitely some good there. things. And, and yeah. so there you go. There's some FAQs. Uh, hopefully that helped a little bit. If you still have some confusion around them, uh, as always, don't hesitate to reach out and talk with a financial advisor. You can call Nathan if you'd like as well. 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH to get some more specific clarity. And as usual, we'll say if you have not yet subscribed to the show, please do so. Just hit the subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose. You can find them all. We make it very easy for you to subscribe to the show at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can just go to that on your smartphone, uh, which maybe is how you're listening to this right now anyway. And while you're there, just click on whichever episode you want to hear. And you can also click on ways to subscribe. You can also uh, click on how to get in contact with Nathan. So just lots of things. There's some free resources, just some good stuff there for you to check out on the website at thefinancialanswer.com. Doesn't cost anything, so go ahead and check it out. 855-51-COACH. Again, it's the number to call if you have questions. Do so before you take any action with your IRAs or Roths or uh, 401ks or anything like that. Always run that information past a qualified professional. And with that, my friend, I'm going to let you out of here for today. All right. All right. Have a good week, man. You too. I appreciate your time. Hope that you have a great week. Stay safe. Stay sane. And I'll see you here pretty soon uh, coming up on July 4th the next time. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you next time here, folks, on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates next time here on the program. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.